It's good to be here this morning. It's good to be among the children of God. Had a, a wonderful day yesterday down in Smithville with Brother Junior Kemp. Got to go down there and preach a meeting and uh, felt like the Lord was with us. And I pray that the Lord will continue to be with us here this morning. I love to hear the songs of Zion. I love to be among the Lord's people. Um, I've been real emotional <laughs> for a while. I don't know if it's because I'm bringing in a, a child into the world. I don't know if it, <laughs> it's because the Lord's blessed me come from, you know, the lowest of the lows to preaching his glorious gospel. I don't know why I've been so emotional and weeping a lot, so you, you can bear with me. Uh, you know, they called uh, Jonah the old sleeper. You probably look at Brother Tim when you think of him and think, oh, weeper. <laughs> but I just can't, you know, growing up, we, uh, I remember doing communion service with, uh, as a little child and watching grown men, iron workers and ranchers down in the state of Florida and communion service was so special and just you could see the tears just flowing down their face you know and I was just like you know I learned way back then <laughs> not to back talk you know <laughs> you didn't back talk to those guys <laughs> but to see them you know what it meant what the gospel and what the Lord had done for them over the life I don't know how it didn't make anybody weep so anyways <laughs> just bear with me but when I read about the love of God and, and read about charity how, and that's the most important thing out of all the things that we can have in this world we can have great faith we can speak with the tongues of you know of angels you know I think about works and salvation how that works and salvation is by the grace of God and I think about the things that men preach that you must have, you must have faith, you must persevere, you must do many other things. But the greatest of all of them is, is charity. If you ain't got charity, Paul says, it's, you're nothing. It's nothing. I want to speak to you a little bit about that here this morning. I love to learn about the love of God. That's the greatest, you know what charity is? It's love in action. It's the greatest love in action that's ever been brought into the world. He came into the world to save his people from their sins. That's love and action. He was sent forth, made under the law, to redeem those who are under the law. He got the job done. The angel told Mary, he said, you're going to have a son. You're going to call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That is love and action. And he did that for you, and he did that for me. And that should make you tear up and burn up. He says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, he says, Therefore, as you abound in everything, in faith, and utterance, and knowledge, and all diligence, and in your love to us, this is what he's looking at. It's all these things, but he's concerned about their love for them. You know, they were going through a great trial of affliction, but the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality for to their power he says in verse 5 and this they did if more of God's children would just do what they can do God doesn't expect more out of us than what we're able to do but if we would just do what we can do you know the lady anointed the Lord Jesus Christ and he told him and they were uh, against her and they said that he told him he says she did what she could do 
She did what she can do. It was love and action. She anointed the Lord Jesus before he went to the cross. She did what she could do. Charity. Charity is love and action. With all these other things that men say you got to do, it means nothing without love. We need to have love one to another from heart to heart. He says, I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of the forwardness of others and to approve the sincerity of your love. If you can't read verse 9 and not tear up, he says, For you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, this is a rags to riches story, this is a riches to rags, he left glory and all that was for you. He became poor that you may become rich. That is a rags to riches story. You are nothing. He reconciled you to God on the cross of Calvary. He went to the cross. He set his face like a flint for you and for me. He gave his cheek to the smiters. He gave his brow with a crown of thorns. He did it all for you. That's love and action. That's what that is. That's what charity means. He is the, the ultimate example in our life. That's what we should look to every day. We should look to some things. We need to be putting off some things here in this world. We need to be putting on some things. You know, this is what we're called to do. He talks about it in the book of Colossians in chapter 3. He says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Why are we to seek those things above? Because that's where all spiritual blessings come from. That's where Christ came from, love and action. That's where he came from. So let's do some things. Let's look at things above, not on things here below. Things out here below is just heartache and pain and sorrow. There's not much. The world's going to give you all those things. But we're to look at things above where charity came from, where Christ came from. He was made flesh and what? Dwelled among us. He wasn't afraid to be called our brother. He was made flesh for you. Charity and actually he was made flesh and dwelt among us. I work in an industry where I, I see a lot of back behind the scenes things. I go to a lot of places where the average Joe don't get to go to and see. And I think see some celebrities and people. And the other day I saw a comedian. And, you know, I was like, I got to get a picture. You know, he's among us. You know, <laughs> the God of creation was made flesh and dwelt among us. Why? To die for us, to pay a sin to we, debt that we could not pay. He was made flesh and dwelt among us for you and for me. That should make you tear up. If you've been risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, which Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. He sits on the right hand of God making intercession for you. And for me to take our feeble prayers, you know, he tells in Ephesians, he can do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. All that we ask or think of God, he can do above that. That's why we're to set our affections on things above, not on things of this earth. It's just natural to set our things on things of earth. But he's exhorting us to do some things. He says, seek those things above. They're much more glorious above than they are here below. Set your affections on them. Grab them. Set your love upon them. That's what he's telling you. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. And when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then you shall also appear with him in glory. And he's going to tell you to do some stuff. He's going to tell you to kill the members that are on earth. Why is he telling you to do these things if we're not capable of doing them? 
okay? He's not talking about the non-elect. He's talking about the church at Colossae, the born-again children of God. He's telling us there's obviously there's some stuff that's part of us that we're capable of doing. He's telling us to mortify these members, and he gives a whole bunch of stuff. And he says, you know, you've walked some time and lived in them. He says, but now you also put off of these. You know, there are a lot of things I just put off because, you know, I'm, I just put off. But he's telling you to put off some things that you, that's inside you, that you have dwelling inside you, the flesh. Not the spirit, but the flesh. He says, put off these. Remember I said we need to put off some things and we need to put on some things. He talks about in the book of Ephesians, he talks about putting on the whole armor of God, the, you know, the crown of righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, gird our loins, shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel. These are all things we put on for what? To fight the fiery darts of the devil, the, the wickedness of this world. There, that's some stuff, that's the you know, whole armor of God. For why do we put on that? To fight the wickedness of this world. But we need to put on some things to show, of charity. This is what this is talking about, to our brotherly love. You know, we're to be kind, tenderhearted, loving one another, forgiving one another, even as Christ has forgiven us. Well, here we're to put off some things and allow it not one to another. And then he says in verse 10, and have put on the new man. What is the new man? It's Christ in you. Christ that dwelleth in you. That's the new man we need to put it on. It's not going to jump on you, but we need to put it on. Put off these other things that are holding us down. We talked about laying aside every sin and the weight that easily besets us. Well, here we need to put off those things. We need to put off those sins that easily beset us in our service to God. He says, put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. He says in verse 12, put on therefore as what? As the elect of God. You are an elect child of God. How do I know I'm an elect child of God? Because I love the brother. And I love God. Why? Because he first loved me. That's how I, I know you're an elect child of God. I know you're an elect child of God because you're here on Sunday morning and not out watching football or golfing or tennis or whatever else. you got a place to be, filling your seats in the house of God. Why? Because you are an elect child of God and God sent forth his son, the greatest act of charity that ever was. So if you don't tear up on that, I can't tell you anything greater than that, my friend. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. You are holy this morning and beloved of God the Father who chose you before the foundation of the world. He gave you to his son. He sent his son to redeem you, and he got the job done. It's one of my favorite things I like to say. He got the job done. I don't get the job done. I fall short every day. <laughs> every day. But he got the job done. He says, put on there, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness, Mind, meekness, and long-suffering, forbearing one another. And above all these things, put on charity. Above all these things, charity. It makes the world go round, brother. Love and action. I need to love you more. And I hope you can love me some more. Not because I'm worthy of it. Because God has given us life for you and for me. And we should be more charitable one to another. Thank you.
What a wonderful and beautiful word that word charity is. The Lord devoted an entire chapter in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 to that subject. And it ends by saying now.